Welcome to Adulting. The following podcast was recorded live on Blab. Welcome to Adulting, the podcast where we want to adult every day. Download episodes at adulting.tv. Sure. Good morning, FinCon. Welcome to Adulting.tv. My name is Harlan Landis, and I'm here with Miranda Marquette. As always, welcome to Adulting.tv Live. We are live in San Diego. Beautiful bay, beautiful harbor. This is an amazing, amazing place. We like San Diego. We love San Diego. San Diego is a really good place to be an adult. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a great place for being an adult. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of adulting you can do here, that's for sure. <laughs> so much adulting. So much adulting. So we're here today with Eva Baker. Hello. Hello from Teens Got Sense. So Eva, why don't you, um, our audience knows us, why don't you introduce yourself to the adulting.tv listeners? Okay, well, my name is Eva, and I have been running a personal finance blog for teenagers for the past four years. It's called teensgotsense.com, and this is my fourth FinCon, so I'm very excited to be here. And my whole website is just really to educate teens as early as possible, just about basic budgeting. So, you know, how to get good deals when you're shopping, how to go to college debt-free, how to get a great part-time job, and then how to handle that money once you have it. Now, Eva, I'm going to tell a little secret here. You're uh, you're 20 years old. So, what was your teen experience like with money? You know, I had a very unique experience growing up. Um, my parents were very purposeful and very hands-on with my brother and I when it came to teaching us about money. And so, I kind of grew up with this this knowledge of of budgeting. And I've been doing the envelope system since I was five. And when I turned about 15, I just realized that like, that's not everyone else's experience. Like, you know, most people go through their whole lives until they get to college, not knowing anything about how to manage money. So I really, that's what got me very passionate about trying to help educate others. But I'm really thankful to my parents for taking the time to be open and honest with my brother and I, and really teach us on some of those basic things um, in our early Teen years so that we could, you know, reach our goals with our money. Yeah, that's that's really great. And I know that one of the things I'm trying to do with my own son is instill that same sort of level of care for money because I didn't necessarily have that growing up. It sounds like your parents did a much better job. And I know that when I was growing up, uh, my my parents didn't really think much about uh, teaching us. Like about credit cards. They taught us, you know, oh, you should save up for things. But they didn't talk about credit cards. They didn't talk about investing. They right. didn't really help us get that strong foundation that goes beyond just, you know, spend spend less than you earn. Right. Yeah, no, I, um, you know, I was a little fortunate. My parents gave me a little help along the way. But there's a lot that didn't get said. And 
it, it led to it, le it, it led to me having to discover these things on my own as I was growing up, like a lot of people do. And I think a lot of our listeners will think back to the time when you know they really screwed something up royally, you know, because they just didn't know. And and it's it's great that you're having the you you've had the experience growing up with with uh, you know a, a very um, you know a very focused approach uh, from your parents. And, uh, and yeah, I think that's just great. I mean, why do you think it is that so many teens that are around you now uh, haven't had that experience? Well, you know, I think it's hard. I mean, it's not happening in schools. I think only like 11 states require any kind of personal finance education at all for their high school students. Um, and then a lot, I feel like a lot of parents don't feel qualified to teach their children because they feel like they make a lot of mistakes. And so... The kids are just left with, with nothing, you know, and then we grow up and go off to college and get a bunch of credit card debt because we don't know any better. Yeah, and, and I think to add to that, it's, a lot of this is, is parenting by example. Yes. And, uh, you know, th that's, that's really the way to, to, to teach teens, you know, because um, you can't just sit them down and talk to them and say, you know, this is what you do. Um, if, you, if, you, if you do that, but, you know, the parents go ahead and they have, you know, other issues that they're dealing with and they can't live by those same lessons, yeah. then they're just, they're, they're, they're teaching by example the wrong things to do. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about how you're addressing that um, uh, and the various ways you're doing that because uh, you're really, you're really hitting, you're firing on all cylinders doing all these different things. Um, but one, one of the, one of the things that's important to you, I know, is uh, because you have been kind of given this uh, experience growing up, um, you want to share this with others, and that really that, that it's it's like paying it forward, paying forward the great experiences and the great education that you've had, and passing that along to others. So, it, what does paying it forward mean to you? You know, I, I do. Like I said before, I feel truly blessed by my parents that they were so open and honest with my brother and I, and I think it's I think it's important for me to to take what I know and pass it on. I have a lot of opportunity to go out into my local community and teach um, very basic budgeting classes to other teens. And I absolutely love to do that. I love to get to sit down with these teens who, and, and you know, I think a lot of adults look at teens and think, oh, you know, they don't care about money. They don't care about learning about that. You know, they, you know, they just want to be on their phone and you know, hang out with their friends. But when I sit down with these teens, I've really found that that's, that's not true at all. They they want to go to college and they want to buy a car and they want to be able to pay their bills when they get older, but they don't have any idea of how to make that happen practically, so they just kind of don't think about it. But when you sit, sit down and start having a conversation, they're like, yeah, like I am thinking about these things. I am worried about these things. So for me to be able to go in and sit down with a group of teens and you know, I, t I teach them the envelope system, which is just a very easy budgeting system to use and kind of watching that like little light bulb come on for them of realizing that like, okay, this isn't, this isn't actually that hard and there are steps I can start taking now to reach my goals. I, I love getting to do that. It is, it's my passion. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, it, I think it, uh, it, 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 the feeling of helping somebody or doing something good is is a strong enough feeling um, to to make you want to continue doing that. Yes. And the one thing I love about the idea of paying it forward is uh, all the all the positive energy that it, it brings to the world. And you know, and I'm not saying that to sound like some kind of like um, you know frou frou type of uh, meditation or. Uh, 
Hey, there's nothing wrong good. with meditation. Well, there's nothing. Absolutely. I love meditation. Um, but, but, you know, I'm, I'm not talking about positivity in the way, of, you know, just thinking about positive things and it'll come true. I'm, I'm talking about actual positive uh, attitudes that can, uh, that can infect other people. It's like a virus. You're, you show a positive attitude and other people pick up on that. They feel better. Yes. They project a positive attitude, and that's that's really what paying it forward is is about to mean. Yeah, and and all in almost every class that I teach, there is a couple of kids when they're when they're making out their envelopes of, of their money priorities. There is always one or two teens that make an envelope for their mom to help with bills. Oh wow! And okay. that is just that's so cool to see Generous. as like I'm paying it forward and they're paying it forward as well and that they really do have these really big hearts and are super generous. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think paying it forward it, it does make you feel good and it also helps you see the impact and I think one of the things that we forget too is one of the things that Eva's been doing, I know a lot of in her own community, is you can really see the impacts when you do something like that in your community and you kind of keep it local. I know a lot of us are like, well, you know, if we're going to pay it forward, we want to feel like we're making these huge uh, world-changing uh, things that we're doing that will just change the world and it will be amazing. But the reality is, is, you know, you can really influence people right where you live and really make the little corner you're living in a much better place. And That's so true. And I think that that's important. I think that's a good place to start because you don't know where the people that you influence today in your little hometown are going to spread out and influence other people as well down the road. And so I think that that makes a lot of sense to kind of start small and just focus on, you know, how many people can you can help in your sphere of influence here and then, you know, you have that ripple effect that goes out. Yes, I think, I mean, I know for me sometimes... You know, I hear about missionaries and people that are, you know, in like Indonesia, like digging ditches and building houses for orphans. And I'm like, and these are all good things. Yes. And those are all those. Oh, yeah. But I, I'm sitting, yeah. you know, at my house and I'm like, you know, I'm not I'm not in Indonesia digging ditches. <laughs> you know, like what am I doing with my life? Um, right. And I think that can be I think that can be really overwhelming for teens and really anyone to think about. Um, and, but I always have to remind myself and kind of just like bring it back in that like you can make a difference doing small things. You don't, you know, you don't have to go to Indonesia to, to be a blessing to someone else. And really the nice thing about doing it locally is that you can keep seeing those impacts. And once you, you know, leave Indonesia, you don't see that impact again. Right. And it's good to be there and it's good to go to these different places, good to give money and time and effort to these causes. But at the same time, there's something about living where you are and helping in the community where you are because you can see that impact every day. And it keeps it keeps you motivated to do to do more. Yeah, and this is actually a very stressful point for people who are, you know, perhaps millennials or, or younger generations right now because they because of especially the internet, of course, we see how pe- we see people who are having these massive global impacts and often they're young people like Eva too um, you know the 20 year olds who are going out and and doing amazing things throughout the world um, and that that I feel that there that puts a lot of pressure on people to to have these very very global goals in in the things that they're doing and you don't you don't have to do a lot to have have an impact, and like you're like everybody's saying, it just it trickles down, or it's a chain uh, chain reaction effect 
And, um, you know, even it doesn't even have to be like a community organization. It could be as simple as, you know, one of my favorite stories. And, and that's just, you know, you drive up to a Starbucks at the drive through um, and uh, you pay for your drink and you pay for the drink for the person who's pulling up behind you. And then the person who's pulling up behind you pulls up to the window. The, the uh, cashier says, oh, the car before you paid for you. And so what do you do? I mean, a lot of people uh, will just continue the chain. Um, and it's just this you know, way to impact people's lives and, and have a positive influence in a minor, you know, such a minor thing. I mean, you're not changing the world when you pay someone's drink or, uh, you know, at Starbucks or whatever, whatever drive through you're at. But you are making, you know, this positive impact that somebody isn't expecting and it might put them in the right mood to uh, who knows what they could accept a, a you know uh, they could it could give them the confidence to do something that they were planning to do and were were thinking they weren't going to do it i mean you have no idea what kind of positive effect it could have on somebody and that's a really good point because i know we've talked in the past about how when people are negative towards you you get grumpy and negative toward other people yeah. and so that impact is long lasting and so if you want to kind of break that cycle in your own life or maybe break it up in somebody else's day, you need to need to make sure that you're having a good impact and focus on the positive. Yeah, so I have a story. It's not mine. It's my mom's story. But she was just here at the grocery store in San Diego um, getting some snacks for us for the week. And she was in line at the deli counter to get some lunch meat for us. And there had been a guy waiting there for a really long time and he didn't have a he didn't have a ticket he didn't have a number and so mom went up to get herself a ticket but handed him one first and he was he was like oh no you like you got to the ticket first like you can have a, she was like no you've been standing here for so long and she said just the look of surprise on his face that you know like it's really sad it's so surprising sometimes when people are are nice and it shouldn't i hate that it's that way but it is it's shocking to people when you know, when someone puts puts you over, you know, ahead of themselves. And I think that's really sad. Yeah. It, sh it shouldn't be shocking. I mean, that should be the way we all strive to, to do. I mean, it's just such a positive way to live in this world. And I think, uh, you know, as we kind of, we lose some of the cynicism, I think, you know, the teenage cynicism and kind of grow into this world a little bit better. It just <laughs> makes it better for everybody. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I think I liked what Eva said about how it's surprising to us sometimes that we see people doing good things and we kind of get in this pattern of resignation that, oh, the world's so terrible and people are so awful and oh my gosh. But the reality is, is we don't have to have it that way and we can start changing the way things are in our own communities and kind of move from there. Yeah, one of the things that I hate is when, you know, something, something, uh, you, you, there's, this, you have to have, you have to be realistic, of course. Realistic in life is, you know, realism in life is important, but. Realism is overrated. Well, it, no. in, in no, a way, no, right. in, in a way though, it, it is because, you know, if something bad happens and someone says, well, you know, that's just the way the world is, you know, it's time for you to grow up and accept that life is such and such a way. Well, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. Um, you know, especially in our own lives, we can do what we can to, to keep things moving in a positive way and influence people positively. And what Eva's doing, what you're doing, Eva, with, uh, with the financial education and staying with, staying with these teens, um, you know, over the course of time to check in on them and to make sure they're staying, you know, on top of everything they're doing, I think is, is um, 
you know, you, you come back to these people and it's not just you drop in and teach them and leave. It's, it's long term commitments. And I, I think that adds the, the, you know, the positivity and, and, it, and it affects them because they will go that you, you might not even know about this, but they will go and they will tell other people. Yeah. Know. And that's what a lot of sometimes I'll ask them like, so I'm like, Hey, did you, you know, take this home and like teach any of your siblings or like show your parents? And they're like, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we taught my little brother or something like that. And so that always, um, is very rewarding to, to know that they're taking it and passing it on as well. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes they teach their parents too. And yeah. They tell their parents about it because they might be missing these lessons too. Uh, so don't forget to visit us at adulting.tv and uh, click the subscribe. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a review. Uh, and we'd always appreciate that. Um, and uh, you want to read that? Oh, right. Yeah. And thank you for joining us here at FinCon where we are broadcasting live from our trading stage here at FinCon 2016. It's very exciting to be here. We love we love being here at FinCon. And uh, we do have a little bit of other interesting news regarding another project that you're working on, don't we, Harlan? Um, we're going to talk about the Plutus Foundation just for a little bit. Um, Eva's project here where she's teaching... Uh, um, uh, t teaching teens uh, better financial habits and, and everything uh, everything that they need to do uh, is going to be one of the first projects that we are going to uh, provide a grant to and then support continual Yay. support yeah. <laughs> yeah we're actually announcing it for everybody else we know a lot of people aren't listening live uh, right now um, but we will be announcing this um, at the Plutus Awards this Saturday so uh, we're all really excited about this um, you know th th this is the this is the whole financial community coming together here and we as a community have decided to put our resources behind great financial literacy and other types of projects that are that are really influencing the world in a positive way and uh, when we received this proposal from Eva uh, talking about uh, her goals and the program, which she had already, she it's, it's already in progress. Um, this isn't something that's just a pie-in-the-sky type of project. This is happening right now. Uh, so we're really excited to be able to support this uh, on behalf of the entire um, financial blogging community and the financial media community. Uh, so we're really excited about that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's very exciting to be able to encourage people to do this sort of thing so that we can live in a world where it's not surprising when someone's nice to you. I'm really thankful for the opportunity and really excited to get started. Great. Fantastic. Um, so, I mean, we're, we're not done yet. I mean, we could talk a little bit more about paying it forward. Um, you know, I, I read a story recently about, you know, just just the kind of, you know, it's, it's not 100% altruistic. I mean, you know, some of it is because we know that doing something good, um, you know, may or may not come back to us in some form, but doing good also makes us feel good. So I'm not going to say 100% altruistic, but I mean, when someone, you know, sees a story in, uh, about someone in, in the news who's struggling with, say, you know, some kind of medical debt or something happened to them and, you know, they really need help and, and they're really, you know, they don't have a lot of resources, you know, sometimes you see these stories about strangers coming in and helping, um, without any kind of, uh, you know, with, without any kind of relationship to these people at all. And, and suddenly these strangers come in and help. And, you know, I think there's a lot, you know, that, that's, that's such a positive thing in the world. And, um, you know, of course, for someone to, who has the resources to help someone who doesn't have the resources, I think it's just a great thing. 
Yeah, for sure. And I, I think we can also right now move into maybe some of our do nows, right? Some of the things that we can do now to start being paying it forward on our own. So uh, for me, one of the things that's easiest to do and that you can do now is just pay a compliment to somebody. And that's one of the easiest ways to pay it forward because so many of us are down on ourselves all the time. And when somebody pays you a compliment, there's something about that that can lift you. And so uh, one of the things, best things you can do now to help somebody out to kind of pay things forward and get started down that path is get used to, to giving compliments. Yeah, I think that's, that's that's a really easy thing to do uh, for most people. I mean, you know, sometimes sometimes it is difficult to really come up with the, the right thing to say. And I think if people are afraid to say something to a stranger or, or even someone they know um, because they're afraid they'll take it the wrong way. But mm -hmm. I think it's just better to just, you know, even if it's, you know, even, even if, it's, if it's as basic as, you know, you, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, you, you look great today or I really like, uh, you know, your energy or something like that. I think there are so many things that you can just find one thing and just say that. Yeah, for sure. And what, what are some of the ways, Eva, that you do things now to start paying it forward? What are some of the simple things that anybody can do today to start paying it forward? Well, this morning I was standing in line with a friend at Starbucks and we were just chatting. There was The line was like you know, out the door of the Starbucks. Um, and that person ended up paying for my drink by my, by my Starbucks. And I was like, cool, thank you. And so I think that, I mean, that's like what you said about the, about the Starbucks thing. And I, now I totally want to do that for, for someone else or even like repay that person by like getting them a Starbucks. Cause that was really cool of them to do. Well, now you're on the hook. Now you have to, cause you said it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Everybody take turns buying Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. And I think, um, you know, looking for those opportunities in your community um, along, I mean, we have talked about this a lot before, um, but looking for those opportunities in the community that uh, speak to you in terms of the what, what are you passionate about and how can you bring that to people in your community in such a way that it creates this positive environment that it just spreads like a mm -hmm. virus, but like a good virus. <laughs> That's right. We want a good virus. A good virus. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Eva, for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. And once again, please let our listeners know where they can find you online. So I am at teenscottsense.com. Um, my Facebook is teenscottsense, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest. So come hit me up. And teens can go to your conference, too. Yes. Um, in this past June, I held the first annual Teenpreneur Conference, which is for teen entrepreneurs, so teens who are interested in starting a business or who already have a business and want to learn about how to grow it can come. Um, all of the speakers are experienced teen business owners, so it's very relational, very you know, peer-to-peer -peer education. Um, so yeah, you can just come and get practical tips and, you know, on how to actually run a business because there's a lot that goes into it. But then also be a part of a really amazing community of other teens who are just, you know, no matter what your business is, just doing doing the same thing that you are who are like-minded and it's, it's really exciting. So yeah, next year. Looking forward to it. Do you have dates set for next year yet? I have not released them yet, okay. and so I can't. I, I can't say it'll be soon. But go to go to the and hopefully within the next week or so, we'll be getting those rolled out. Fantastic. This is. I was gonna say this is really exciting for me because my teenage son is 
ready to go to this conference. I'm please come, please do. That would be awesome. Be great. All right. Well, once again, you can find us at adulting.tv. Um, you can search iTunes for that as well, or just come to the site and click the iTunes button. Uh, download all of our episodes. We have two series of podcasts. Uh, the first is uh, pre-recorded. The second is one we do live, and we have guests like Eva here. Fantastic. Um, so do uh, subscribe to us. Leave us a review. Um, we're on Twitter as well as adulting uh, Adulting TV and uh, Facebook. Uh, join our community, the Adulting Community on Facebook. All right, thank you, and uh, join us soon for another episode of Adulting.tv. Thank you for listening to Adulting. Find resources for this episode or download other episodes at Adulting.tv.